Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. We uh, we just interrupted a very heated fantasy debate <laughs> to start this episode. We were basically just talking about how trash each other's teams are um, to each other. Um, and it was getting pretty heated, so we had to. We were just like, you know what? Let's start the episode. Uh, sleeves are back in action today. We decided to uh, keep people guessing. Uh, Neil, how are you? You said sleeves. I thought you said Leafs for a second. No, sleeves. Sleeves uh, are back. Sleeves uh, are back. Leafs are Leafs are always back. Um, but yes, the sleeves are back. Um, we got some some racy comments on our last <laughs> post that we made. Uh, got a lot of uh, tanning salon referrals. Yeah, yeah. We we got sent some gift cards for sure. Got um, a lot of tanning spots that are looking to sponsor us. Yeah, to uh, to do like a before and after kind of thing, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll uh, and what they can do. Uh, I got some new glasses. You did. Yeah, you I did. can see. Which is great. I feel like There's I'm the, sitting at a table with Malcolm X over the here. The power of sight is something to, to yeah. revel in. So you wear contacts, right? Usually, yeah. Usually wear contacts. And now yeah. you decided to wear the glasses. Sometimes yeah. you got to give your eyes a break, you know? Yeah, it's a new Neil. You know, it's 2023. Jordan year. It's the Jordan year. This is the glasses year for Neil? Yeah, well, are I these, suppose. Are these bifocals? Are these... <laughs> not, bi- not bifocals. They're just for, for long distance, I guess you can say. So anything that's within arm's reach i can see properly but yeah nothing past that which is great well do you ever like uh are they the contacts that you wear that you can fall asleep in like they can they can stain your eyes when you're asleep i don't think there are contacts like that there i was i was dating someone once where they basically like they have contacts that the the prescription was that you can sleep in them and i didn't know that was a thing i'm sure that's pretty damaging to your eye i'm pretty sure it's damaging to your eyes because there would be times when i would fall when i used to wear contacts and i would fall asleep with them i would have to wake up and like scrape them from my eyes yeah because they were like stuck to my eyes and my eyes were like bloodshot red and it was the worst feeling in the world yeah then i got laser eye surgery and then uh all that's in the past Neil. even more scraping of your eye even more scraping with a laser uh should we get started yeah let's get started Let's talk about um, something that was announced yesterday. He announced it yesterday, right? Biggest news of the week is 45-year-old Tom Brady, uh, was for the second time in his career, retiring. Um, and for what he has said, uh, quote-unquote, for good. So I don't know if this is something that he's been thinking about all year because he didn't have the same sort of goodbye as he did last year. Mm. You know, he didn't have, like, everyone kind of paying respects to him every game like he did last year. Um, No one thought he was going to retire. He signed a two-year contract to come back and play. Um, His contract's up, I believe, now after this past season. So he's Yeah, that's why everyone was like, what's he going to do? Is he going to resign? Is he going to go somewhere else? Well, he chooses (laughs) to retire. And I think after watching him perform in that wildcard game against Dallas, I think... He made the right decision. He probably went back and watched that game. I was like, well, maybe it's time. <laughs> maybe well, it's he, time. Was, he was not injured. Maybe. No. I don't know. It wasn't disclosed that he was injured. He mm. was coming up short on a lot of throws with wide open targets. Yeah. And in that game, everyone around the world was like, okay, like that's not the Tom Brady that we know. No. Um, he doesn't have it anymore. I think he's lost it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
which is ridiculous because it's Tom Brady. Something I never thought I would say. Father Time remains undefeated. I guess so. Um, but yeah, he came out and made a video. He did get a little emotional in the video, which makes me think that this is for real. Um, did he get emotional? He got a little like that choked fake up. fake choked upness that he got? He got I, a little, like near the end of the video, he got a little like... There was no emotion in his eyes though. His eyes no, his eyes are dead. <laughs> remain the same. His eyes have been dead for years. But like his throat, he did like a big gulp. He sounded like he was emotional. He, but he, You know, that, he, he started to, not stutter on his words, but he was like... You could tell. Okay, when let's someone's... dissect that video for a second. Okay, okay. He was on a beach, number one. He was on a beach. He was sitting there at what seemed like 8 in the morning or 7 in the morning. It was really early in the morning. Probably like five hours into his day. Probably. Yep. And his eyes remained unchanged. Like, it was no emotion in his eyes whatsoever, which made me believe, number one, it could have been the 90th time that he was making a recording <laughs> for him to fall, yeah. fall on the right recording, one that he wanted. Mm. Uh, number two, it was planned and staged and an act. And number three, he didn't mean it. So you think he didn't mean it? I don't think he meant it. At this point, like, I don't know. I, I don't get the farce of, like, is he retiring? Is he isn't? Is it's, he not? It's easy to retire in February, one week before the Super Bowl, that you want to be in, yeah. that you crave, that you are not. It's easy to be angry and be like, okay, fuck this. I'm not playing anymore. And then come training camp when everyone is starting to play again and it's a brand new season, it's easy to unretire. Tom Brady signs with the Las Vegas Raiders. There's some jokes saying that he could play in the CFL next year. He's actually, like, people have asked him before and he said, that's something I've been interested in. So he's, can you imagine if Tom Brady comes and plays in the CFL? A couple of things uh, coming out today about Tom Brady. Um, TMZ credible source here very credible yeah uh tmz uh has reported that tom brady won't rush back to work focusing on family and kids not dating let's not forget that tom brady's waiting he has a contract waiting for him with fox as a reporter as mm -hmm. an analyst it's the highest paid reporter I think 325 all million dollar contract that's insane um so again <clears throat> he doesn't need to play the money's there. Like he's still going to be involved in football one way or another. Yeah. He's still that's why you see guys like Troy Aikman and Greg Olson and Tony Romo. And Tony Romo. Yeah. They're analysts because they want to stay connected to the game. They mm -hmm. want to still be a part of it. And Tony Romo, I think, is my favorite sports announcer probably of all time. Yeah. And I hated him as a player. But now it's just yeah. like holy shit. Like the enthusiasm he brings, like what he his knowledge of the game, like Yeah. That's the best duo is Jim Nance and Tony. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. When they called that Chiefs Bengals game, which we're gonna get into in a second here. Um, yeah, you could just tell like the enthusiasm they have, like how into it he was getting, and it makes you get into it even more. I know. It's always exciting hearing them. Um a couple other notes uh happening today. Giselle is not involved, quote unquote, is not involved with Tom Brady's decisions anymore. And then finally, uh, Robert Kraft told CNN that he wants Tom Brady to sign a one day contract to retire with the New England Patriots. Honestly, I could, I could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, he's, he was a Patriot through and through. Like, no one's ever going to look back at his long career and think of him as a 
Tampa Bay Buccaneer. They're going to think of him as a New England Patriot. Is there a chance that he goes back in place for New England for another year? No. And then retires? In the direction that franchise is going, I don't think so. Mm. I, I really don't think so. It's just so weird to me seeing the Patriots not like as a powerhouse, like not in yeah. the playoff picture all the time. That's still so weird to me to me because they've been that way for so long now. You know what I mean? It's honestly the most refreshing thing. Oh, for you, I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, because for years <laughs> this fucker named Tom Brady, yeah, the greatest of all time now, mm-hmm. has haunted, haunted. <laughs> The AFC. And, like, he he's doing what Mahomes is doing right now with the Chiefs, right? Like, every year, for the last five years, Mahomes has made it to the AFC Championship, right? Yeah. Like, he has made it to the Super Bowl four out of the last five years. Mm-hmm. Last year being the exception. And, like, he's going back there this year again. And we're going to get into that in a second. But he is going <laughs> down that path as the greatest of all time. And he I think definitely has that trajectory now. We can move into that right now and talk yeah. about the Bengals and Chiefs breakdown, but that was a heroic effort by Patrick Mahomes in that game. Well, you see how injured he is. Like he can't plant his foot anymore. Like he, when he, he throws, he had a high ankle sprain. Yeah, he can't. Like he's he, and he returned eight days after. The, what worries me is the fact that he's playing on this high ankle sprain so intensely. He might have to have surgery on this in the off season, which I think he's like maybe coming to the conclusion of. Um, but yeah, you can see like, and he's, but he's still making these like incredible throws on one foot. He's running <laughs> on he's one running. Foot. Yeah. He's getting pushed late out of bounds and gaining 15 yards. It was a penalty. I don't know. It was I don't a know what you want to call it. No, it was. What was re- Okay. Let's talk about that game for a second. Yeah. There was, this could have gone anyway. They could have gone, Either side could have taken this game. Um, costly mistakes on both ends. Um, the Mahomes fumble at the end when they were up by 10 mm. to give Cincinnati an opportunity to come back and tie the game. Massive. Like, he just lost the ball. And then also, this ghost uh, stoppage of play by the referees yeah. to give the chiefs another, another down, down when they were about to punt. They even had since, uh, like, Oh, I didn't like the way the clock was running that time. Can we do it again? please? Kansas city had their punt team on the field. They're like, no, no, it's third down. Get yeah. back out there. Uh, it was a play that got blown dead, but they went to replay and they saw an actual body come on to the field and try to stop play, but they couldn't be heard. Yeah. Uh, credit to the fans on that one. A lot of things on the outside looking in look suspect. And I think you, if you're a Cincinnati fan, you're going to obviously blow this up and, and think, hey, the league scripted this, the league molded this to the Chiefs' advantage because they want to see the Chiefs in the finals. Well, you saw, like, you see all the memes now about how, like, the NFL is scripted and how, like, people have come out and said yeah. that the NFL is scripted. Aaron Foster went out on his podcast and said that he was given a script in the preseason about the season and how they wanted the season to unfold for them. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I just, I, I love every meme of like them going back like years and years. Like the WWE. They, yeah. that, that's what he's saying. It's like they still have to put on an effort. They still have to go out there and do the thing. Yeah. 
but this kind of makes uh if that's true it kind of makes like fantasy football irrelevant it's like there's going to be a pre-scripted winner every how can year. that be true we would have heard of it from antonio brown by now because he oh, has 100%. no filter <laughs> 100%. also what about all the cte episodes that yeah. happen like all the incidents that happen all the injuries that happen that's I, scripted too i don't believe the nfl scripted like let's let me just make that perfectly clear i don't believe the nfl scripted if anyone is getting a script it's the referees it's the refs yes yeah. Um, and there are obviously some games where you look at and you're like, oh, the Anna, the refs like probably got paid off for this because like some of the calls that they're making. There was actually like there's a compilation of late hits in that Chiefs Bengals games. In that Chiefs Bengals game that the the Chiefs hit on the Bengals, like Burrow got hit late out of bounds once and it wasn't called. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you look at like that last that last play. Where Mahomes got hit out of bounds, which yes was a penalty, but the same thing happened against the Bengals multiple times in the same game, and nothing was called. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's easy to to go back and dissect all plays from this game and think, hey, we got robbed. If you're a Bengals fan, mm-hmm. um, but again, like if Cincinnati didn't get that penalty, didn't kick that field goal, didn't. If they missed that field goal, it'd be overtime. And then the it's Chiefs, anyone's ball game, the Chiefs right? Missed like, that field goal, yeah. Who's to say that Mahomes wasn't going to pick up that first down anyways on the next play? But it was it was third down, wasn't it? Well, or he yeah. picked up the first down with with his feet. I mean, like, what, who's to say he didn't pick pick up that fifteen yards on the next play? Yeah, but they were at like ten seconds left on the clock. Mahomes has marched down the field with ten seconds left, fifty yards. Yeah, true. Let's not forget Buffalo any, Bills last year. They didn't have any timeouts. They didn't have any timeouts. I don't know. Anything's possible with Mahomes, right? Like, I know. You put any any time on the clock at all, he's going to use it to his advantage. It was an exciting game. There there were, like, roughing aside, it was definitely an exciting game. Mm-hmm. Um, like, calls aside. Um, both teams put up a valiant effort. Um, but, yeah. Do you see how pumped Kelsey was after it? Yeah, he went after it because we Burrowhead. All, yeah, this Burrowhead, is Mahomes' house. Ass. This is Mahomes' house. <laughs> yeah, the I'm sure we all saw the video of the Cincinnati mayor talking about how he wants Mahomes to get a paternity test or something like that to prove that Burrow is his dad. Something, something along, something stupid like that. And then um, classy. Yeah, and then Kelsey and the when he had the the trophy in his hand he was basically like called uh the cincinnati mayor jabroni basically said the rocks line of yeah. know your role and shut your mouth <laughs> which was pretty cool pretty That's, cool it's pretty funny i think we have yet to see a response from the cincinnati mayor i don't think we will see a response no you can't how do you respond to that no you don't you also respond. don't anger travis kelsey travis kelsey he will eat he's the breakfast. goat yeah he is the goat <laughs> Uh, what about that 49ers-Eagles game? Uh, There's not really much to say. I mean, in typical 49ers fashion, like, injuries prevailed. Um, I, it felt, just seems... I felt so bad for Brock Purdy because he couldn't throw. Well, he's out for the next six to six to eight but he, months. But he tried to well. stay in the game because they had that backup backup come in and got a concussion in that game. And so Purdy came back in. But everyone's just like, I he can't throw it. He doesn't – his – he needs to get surgery on his arm. 
So every single play was Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey was playing quarterback. Yeah, he was. They were doing wildcat, yeah. Which was crazy. And that's like, I actually watched that game with an Eagles fan. And I was like, do you, do you even feel good about that win? Like, you just cruised past a, a handicapped team. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, it's the thing is, this is on San Francisco, right? They went into this game with just Brock, Brock Purdy mm-hmm. as their quarterback, right? Jimmy G, injured. Trey Lance, injured. Mm-hmm. They they could have went out and got a backup quarter or backup quarterback um, to actually back up Brock Purdy. Now, this has been the 49ers issue the entire year. They've dealt with so many injuries, and not just this year, every year. Yeah. Whatever they're doing, whatever they're doing during training, whatever they're doing to, to keep their players healthy isn't working. It's That's working. If you're thinking about changing some management, you need to focus on that because every year it's major injury after major injury. This year, notably, you think of guys like Jeff Wilson injured. Elijah Mitchell, injured. Mm-hmm. Nick Bosa, injured. Even in this game, he was injured. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there's there's no chance that you're going to stay healthy. But the one person that stayed healthy on that team, Christian McCaffrey, who has been injured each I'm of the last I'm pretty sure like, he was injured as well, yeah. um, but just not playing injured. <laughs> uh, but again, like, your, your team is not healthy. They're not going to stay healthy through a 17-game season regular season mm. and then what could be a four game playoff yeah it's just not going to happen so you need to if you're going to continue with that training staff then you need to have a very very deep team you yeah. have like three or four quarterbacks <laughs> which they thought they did and yeah. th- even that wasn't enough uh who do you think is the quarterback of this team next season it has to be trey lance mm-hmm. it has to be i mean like brock purdy's out he's out for at least six, six months, months right yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna cut into next season for sure. Um, it has to be Trey Lance. I mean, they gave up so much for Trey Lance mm. to trade up and draft him to only see him play one game. I don't think that's possible. I think Trey Lance is the future, um, unless they trade him this off season for some reason. I don't think they would. Uh, what do you think happens with Garoppolo? Well, yesterday uh, Kyle Shanahan came out and he actually got asked this on a, on his press conference. Um, Hey, do you see if do you see Jimmy returning to this team next year? And he immediately answered, "No, uh, Jimmy won't be returning to the team next year." Oh, he said that. Yeah, really. Yeah. Wow, I'm pretty sure they said said the plan is to move forward without Jimmy. I'm pretty sure they said that last year. Then they signed him as the most. Uh, No, he was he was under contract last year. Still, didn't he sign the contract of being the backup quarterback? (laughs) Did he? I think he did last year. I think he restructured. His contract. I don't know if he re-signed. Oh, true, true. Because he ha- he was on a contract still, <laughs> and they they drafted Trey Lance. I just remember him like breaking the record as the highest paid backup quarterback in NFL history. And then Carson Wentz said, "Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Watch this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, who do you think uh, thoughts like first thoughts for the Super Bowl? Hey, we're gonna have a, a, a show Super Bowl show next week where. We do our head-to-head draft Mm -hmm. um, where we're going to have some prop bets. But I think on the surface, looking at the the Chiefs and Eagles, um, right now (laughs) my thought is leaning towards the Eagles because of all the Chiefs injuries. We saw how injuries can affect a team this late into the season. 
and the Chiefs lost almost every single one of their wide receivers. And it's easy for a team to defend Travis Kelsey if there's no one else to defend. Yeah, Pacheco was ineffective. Um, and we're talking about, we're not just talking about a regular defense here. We're talking about one of the top defenses in the league and in the Eagles. So I think right now that immediately gives the Eagles an advantage. And we'll see if, um, we'll see if Mahomes is at a hundred percent with his ankle, which I don't think he will. I be. don't think he will be either. Um, it's, it's going to be, I think this game is going to be a low scoring game, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, as much as I hate to say it out loud, I think the Eagles are going to win this. I think they're going to win by more than a touchdown <clears throat> as well. I think like I'm going to sprinkle some money on this game. I think you should too. I think um, with what we have on the surface and the line that it's at, I mean, it's hard to fucking bet against Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes with no it's weapons. Easier to bet against a Patrick Mahomes with no weapons yeah. and an injured Patrick Mahomes. Even Travis Kelsey had back spasms in this game and didn't look like Travis Kelsey. So yeah. they have two weeks to heal. Game's next Sunday. Mm. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Let's move on to some Raptors news. Uh, kind of something that's been taking over the, the Raptors news channel recently is uh, OG Ananobi. Um, he's been straight up asked, you know, like, what's what are your thoughts on the fact that there's a very real possibility of you being traded? And he's kind of like, he gave a very OG response where he was just like, there's, it's out of my control. There's no point in being mad about it when it's it's not something I can control. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to keep being the best that I can be, which, you know, is, is fair. Like there's, there's players that will go out there and like get mad about it. I mean, like as a human should be able to do, um, but at the end of the day, it is a business. Um, and you know, you're kind of traded around and without, you know, having the, the knowledge of it happening or having a say in what's happening. So, um, Yeah. I don't know what the future holds for OG and OB, but I don't think it's with the Raptors. I think this team needs to make some real hard decisions on what they want to do moving forward. Um, I trust him aside, man. Trust the guy, right? Like he, in my opinion, is going to rebuild. Um, Not for long. I mean, all you need is the rest of the season to rebuild. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to be paying some of these players max money uh, in hopes of making a play in. That doesn't make any sense. It's not practical, right? Like, just accept your fate. Um, This team is not cut out to win right now. Um, Trade Fred Van Vliet. Trade Chris Boucher uh, for draft picks. Trade OG for what is on the table. Multiple first-round draft picks. Um, Or keep OG until the end of the season and then trade him there. Or resign um, or trade Gary Trent. There's all these players that are available for a trade. Mm. I don't want the Raptors to trade Gary Trent. He's my least um, tradable player, in my opinion, on this team because he's the only shooter on this team, like the only legit three-point threat. Fred Van Vliet? Uh, Gary Trent. No, I'm saying, like, what about Fred Van Vliet? He's a point guard. I mean, like, you're looking at a guard. He's a three-point shooter. A guard that can open up space and, like, keep defenses at bay. <clears throat> He's he's necessary. Like he's a sharpshooter. You need that. This team doesn't have that. Who's I argue the other? that this team needs Pascal Siakam even more. Yeah, I mean, well, that, what team doesn't? Um, but this team is also watching uh, a sophomore blossom into a star in Scotty Barnes. Mm. 
Every game he plays, he's playing better. He gets better every game, yeah. Um, so he, I don't he, know. He went on a little bit of a dry run uh, earlier on in the season, and people started freaking out. But that's literally like the learning process of, of coming into this league. It's his second year. He hasn't played a full second season yet. Yeah. Like, that's going to happen. And, yeah, every game he's getting better. And he's also like, I don't know if you saw that uh, interaction between him and DeAndre Ayton the other night. Between the Suns and the Raptors. Yeah. He's just like, oh, he's so unfazed. He's so like, like, get the fuck out of my face yeah. right now. <laughs> like, who do you think you are? Like, he's, what, 21 years old, 22 years old, and he's still stepping up to every big man in the league. Like, who do you think you are? I don't know. I have no idea. But, I mean, you're going to see OG get traded. I mean, usually with how many news reports are coming out about a player being on the table he's getting traded and he seems like the odd man out we were talking about this before the game started mm. um sorry before the podcast started uh, how well precious achuiwa is playing achuiwa is that what you called him achuiwa precious achua achuiwa <laughs> he is playing he's really playing well. well he's in the starting lineup <laughs> with um anunobi currently out with a wrist injury uh and he looks like he is playing well enough for the team to do without Ananobi. Yeah, it, it comes at a perfect time because Ananobi's injured right now. Precious is stepping up as the big man, as, you know, the uh, the defender, the, the OG role, you know, like yeah. the forward role. And so this this works out for the Raptors because they're seeing what Precious can do. Um, also, side note, if you're in a basketball fantasy league, go pick up Pre- Precious Achua because he's going to have a long-term role playing exactly what he's playing right now. Um, but they're, the Raptors are seeing that they can do without OG and Anobi. I mean, they're still not winning games. They're frustratingly inconsistent. They're frustratingly, and they're consistently losing games by like two or three points. No, they're they're winning games that they shouldn't be winning against really good teams. Yeah, and they're losing games against shit teams. Yeah, which makes them so frustrating. Mm-hmm to watch and to, and to, to get on. behind and to bet on and to it's like okay this team is is under 500 for a reason mm. their defense is inconsistent their offense is inconsistent their team play seems like there's no chemistry mm. right like one night scotty has a really really good night the next night precious has a really good night fred van Lee the next night it's like they're not in sync it's like okay who's having a good night tonight yeah and that's what the problem is. The problem is they need to figure out their their identity, who they are, like they like they were when they won the championship. Mm. Everything ran through Kawhi. Everything ran through defense, and that's how they won the chip. They don't know who they are right now. They're not a defensive team. They don't play proper defense. They mm. give up like 130 points a game. The only way they win is if they actually have a great Score. offensive scoring night. So. Yeah. I don't know. The deadline is in a few is in a week today. So. Uh, November, sorry, November, February 9th. So it's next Thursday. Yeah. So a week today. <clears throat> yeah, so week we'll, today. See, we'll see what happens. Well, it's gonna be uh, something. Something big's gonna happen next week. Uh, another thing that's gonna happen next week, probably, is LeBron becoming the all-time leading scorer. The greatest scorer of all time. The <laughs> greatest scorer of all time. I'll let you have that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is coming back from injury tonight. He sat out the last game with significant soreness. Um, he should be playing tonight. 
Um, he's probable right now. Um, but he's, what, how many? 81 points off of Kareem's record? Yeah, it's so funny that that's the number two because that's – we all remember Kobe Bryant's 81-point game yeah. against the Raptors. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we, we joked around saying that he could get it tonight if he, <laughs> he scores could, he could 82. He could drop 82 tonight, yeah. Uh, imagine if he did score 82 tonight. He could. Uh, but he is going to pass Kareem and be the highest scorer of all time. I don't know where he goes after that, um, because what else does this man need to accomplish? He says he said in a um, an interview the other day actually that he plans on playing for a few more years. Yeah, I can't really see LeBron. LeBron is still a top ten player in the league. Yeah, at thirty eight years old, I'd say he's top five. At thirty eight years old, I don't know how much longer he wants to play because. There's not really much else to accomplish in the league, right? Like, what is going to continue to motivate a guy to continue playing? Yeah, he wants to play with his son. I think that's what's continuing um, to motivate him. But I don't see LeBron <laughs> wanting to play as his skills decline, as like a Vince Carter once did. Vince Carter continued to play as a role player, mm-hmm. averaging like five points a game. Yeah. I don't see LeBron turning into no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> Vince Carter, Vince Carter is a much more humble person than LeBron is. Yeah. So I think Vince Carter was very okay with like that bench role, that you know, that locker room presence. I think that's what he wanted to be. Yeah. LeBron's not going to want to do that. As yeah. soon as LeBron, I don't think we'll see a decline in LeBron for at least two or three more years. He's not declining. Like he's still putting up like a triple double like every other game. So I, I don't think we'll see that. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't think he'll become that bench roller that I don't think if the day we see LeBron come off the bench is the day pigs start to fly. That's just not going to happen. Um, but question for you, is LeBron the greatest NBA player of all time? No. No. It's still Michael Jordan. Really? It is, yeah. And the thing is, it's like Michael had this thing about him where he was known as the greatest of all time. And like he could take over a game whenever he wanted. So LeBron, LeBron. LeBron could too, but he had an aspect to his game where he was the best defensive player. He was the best offensive player, and a significant. So is LeBron. I wouldn't say he's the best defensive player. Are you he's kidding? had defensive. Has how many defensive player of the year awards has he won? He all all NBA team defense many many years. Who has more championships? Who's won on uh, different teams? Who's won on more teams? LeBron's won with the Cavs, the Lakers, and the Miami Heat. Yeah. Michael was loyal to one team. That's nice. Michael also had Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Well, you want to talk super teams? Yeah. Was LeBron ever on a super team? (laughs) Yes, he was. Okay. Besides Miami when they had... He's been on many super teams. Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. LeBron has right now... When LeBron went to L.A. and when L.A. made the trade for Anthony Davis and then made the trade for Russell Westbrook, yeah. the entire world stopped. The entire world's like, oh, oh, fuck. That's a ridiculous team. Yeah. The next year, they didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You want to talk super teams. Let's talk super players. That's sure. what makes a super team. Yeah. Ray Allen. Dwayne Wade. Chris Bosh, super team. I just mentioned the team he's on. He had Kyrie Irving. Yeah, who else did he have in Cleveland? Kevin Love. 
Okay, we're not putting him on a super team. At the time, it was a super team. Kevin Love does not make that team a super team. Kevin Love was once a top player in the league. He never made it before a super when team. he was in Minnesota. Before he came over to he, Cleveland, Kevin he was Love, one of the top players in the league. You do not mention him on a super team. I'm sorry, you need to. You don't. You need to. It, it was Kyrie and LeBron on that. Okay, we can talk about this all day. But my my, I'm not going to change the way I view this. Michael Jordan. I grew up watching him. I view, so grew, grew up watching the effect that he had on that Bulls team. That Bulls team went to the finals every year. Um, coached well coached um did you not watch the michael jordan documentary of course i did what else was there to do we were in a pandemic (laughs) yeah i think it's 1a 1b i'm gonna put lebron in the conversation but it's 1a 1b jordan's 1a the king and the goat uh there's multiple reports that um kareem is very is, I don't know who said it most recently, but Kareem does not want LeBron to pass his record. He's going to come back and start playing again? He's 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 bitter that LeBron's going to pass his record, and he's also bitter that he's going to do it in a Lakers uniform. That's what people are saying, that Kareem is not happy about it. What's he going to do? Exactly, exactly. LeBron is the GOAT. Yeah. LeBron is King James. What, what do you want him to do, not play anymore? Yeah, seriously. Um, speaking of like players where we were growing up watching, like who was your favorite player growing up watching? I think it was Allen Iverson. I was just going to say the same thing. Iverson and Carter, um, they were mo- the most exciting because yeah. you knew Iverson was going to drop 30 to 40 points regularly. He was a scoring machine. He was always an isolate, ISO player. Vince Carter is the same thing, man. Vince Carter has silky fadeaway. His Showtime dunks. Oh, my God. Um, Have you ever watched, like, a compilation nowadays of, like, his dunks? No one... I mean, like, there's some players that do it every now and then, but LeBron... Dunking's like a lost art nowadays. It's more like when it does happen, it's, like, a huge deal. Back then, when, like, Shaq would throw down a dunk, everyone would be like... Yeah. Well, first of all, we got to stop the game for 30 minutes to put the rim back up. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, it it was more common... Threes weren't as common back then. Threes are so much more common nowadays. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. How about uh, yours? Iverson. Honestly, Iverson and Vince Carter, too. Also, Jason Williams on the Kings back in the day, he had the best handles I can remember. Mm -hmm. Kyrie has some mad handles nowadays, but Jason Williams was the OG. Like, he... Do you remember, like, and one? And, like, uh, Mm -hmm. that team... Uh, Jason Williams had like some fucking handles, man. He was exciting to watch. Yeah. No. Um, obviously I I love me some Steve Nash as well. Like watching him play wasn't as like exciting, but yeah. he was he made every team he was on better. Um, and Shaq too. Shaq was just so much fun to watch because he was he gave like the fun press yeah. conferences. He gave like he had the attitude when he was playing too. Yeah. And he like he was untouchable. He yeah, was, I remember that. He was big diesel. He yeah. was yeah, he was huge. He was a monster. D Wade was also fun to watch growing up. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know if I ever showed you the the video of someone asking Shaq like, Oh, uh would he be as successful if he still played in the league? And Shaq is like, I am still you're not paying attention, I am still playing. My name is Greek Freak. Like, cause he's seeing Giannis and like Giannis is the exact same player he was. 
like the dominance like the the way he just like bullies his way to the rim like yeah it's very similar to the way Shaq played except he's like 200 pounds lighter yeah very true yeah but if, honestly Giannis is a monster too like he's got he's jacked he's ripped I think that's what the path that Scotty's on right now um yeah. in year two uh I I can see the the similarities between the two players yeah as like an absolute monster like Scotty to Giannis or Scotty Giannis to, okay yeah 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 right like that. that's Kind of the path that he's going on right now. I can see Scotty averaging 30 points next year. Yeah. If this team is his. Honestly, like, the biggest praise that you can get is praise from Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant does not praise a lot of players. I know. And the way he talks about Scotty Barnes every time Brooklyn plays Toronto, even when they're not playing Toronto, like, they'll yeah. ask him about Scotty and, like, the rookie of the year last well, that's, year. Well, that's the thing. Remember in the, in the offseason when Kevin Durant was rumored to be yeah. being shipped elsewhere? And Toronto was in that list of teams. Kevin Durant wanted to play with Scotty. That was the only way he was going to be accepting a trade to Toronto. And Brooklyn was like, we want Scotty in a trade. And yeah. the Raptors were like, sorry, that's not happening. Nah, dog. <laughs> it's going to be a no for me, dog. It's going to be a nah for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, And I'm happy that they kept Scotty because yeah. Scotty is honestly like the city of Toronto has fallen in love with Scotty Barnes. Well, I'm going to go out and get a Scotty jersey. As you should. I might get one too. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to do it for our episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, this was fun. Super Bowl episode coming up next week. Have a good week, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 